Since the beginning, Mercedes-Benz has been a champion of women. After all, a young girl named Mercedes inspired the company's name, and it's been dedicated to the next generation ever since. From June to August, we shared bonus episodes that highlighted some of Mercedes-Benz's employees and ambassadors, who've been encouraged to pursue their dreams and have broken barriers while doing so. We also shared the I Am Mercedes campaign, which focused on young women across the country named Mercedes, who are making a difference in science, technology, social change, and in the creative arts. Thank you to the people at Mercedes-Benz for their sponsorship and for support of Womanica and women everywhere. To listen back to any of these bonus episodes, head to the show notes. Hello from Wonder Media Network. I'm Anna Malika Tubbs, the author of The Three Mothers, How the Mothers of MLK, Malcolm X, and James Baldwin Shaped a Nation. My work focuses on motherhood through the lens of feminism, intersectionality, and inclusivity. And I'll be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're talking about mothers, women who ushered forth new generations and new futures through their care, work, and imagination. Today, we're talking about an activist who dedicated her life to helping trans women, undocumented people, and sex workers survive the streets of Queens. She often hosted people in her home and helped them through difficult periods in their lives. She was considered a mother by her community and was always looking out for the many people she considered her family. Let's talk about Lorena Borjas. Me llamo Lorena Borjas, eh, soy una mujer transgénero latina, vivo por 30 años en la ciudad de Queens, en el condado de Queens, y me dedico ahorita, estoy haciendo un activismo con las muchachas que de una u otra forma han pasado violencia, están en la ignorancia de la comunidad, y ese es ahora mi tiempo de ayudarlas. Eh, voy a seguir colaborando, si Dios quiere, todo el tiempo que yo Lorena was born in Veracruz, Mexico, on May 29, 1960. She ran away to Mexico City when she was 17 years old. Three years later, she made her way across the border to the United States and eventually to New York City. She came in search of medical professionals to help her transition. She succeeded in transitioning to being a woman, but Lorena was still undocumented and forced to live on the margins. Lorena obtained legal status in 1986 under a Reagan-era amnesty policy, but four years later was arrested for prostitution and human trafficking, though she herself was a victim of trafficking. Several arrests that followed prevented her from applying for a green card or naturalization. Despite all of this, in the 1990s, Lorena began working to help others. Sometimes she would walk to the Department of Public Health to pick up condoms and then to the food pantry to pick up food. She would carry these items around her neighborhood in Jackson Heights, Queens, and distribute them to people on the street who needed them. She helped immigrants who didn't know how to navigate the legal system, and she opened her home to other trans women who needed a safe place to go. Sometimes she housed up to 20 trans women in her small apartment at a time. She offered them an escape from violent partners risky sex work, or police harassment, and she would connect them to social services. Anyone in need was welcome to stay at her house until they got back on their feet. Lorena developed a network, 
and people knew that she was someone in the community with the resources to help. Along with lawyer and activist Chase Strangio, Lorena founded the Lorena Borjas Community Fund, which helped transgender people and others cover bail and legal costs. Cecilia Gently, a friend of Lorena's, told the New York Times, if one of the girls got arrested for doing sex work, she would answer the phone at three in the morning and at eight in the morning, she would be in court with a lawyer and with the money to bail you out. While Lorena spent her time dedicated to helping the people around her not only survive, but thrive, her own life was still insecure. She received no money or institutional support for the constant work she did for her community. And she lost sleep worrying she would be deported for the convictions on her record, back to a country she no longer considered home. Finally, following community advocacy, Governor Andrew Cuomo pardoned Lorena in 2017. She became a U.S. citizen in 2019. Lorena survived the AIDS and crack epidemics in New York City and helped many people through these periods. But on March 31st, 2020, she passed away from complications with COVID-19. She was 59 years old. The night she passed, a couple hundred people gathered for an online vigil to commemorate her life. Chase Strangio, her friend who had helped set up the bail fund, later said, Lorena taught me more about advocacy than I could have ever learned anywhere else. She carried the stories of generations and preserved the stories of generations with her love. All month, we're talking about mothers. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>